And I would say, you know, because I actually got really lucky. Kevin had some really amazing riders based with him the year I was there. I mean, Hazel Shannon, who's won Adelaide three times, was based there. And like, and, you know, Bella English, Robbie Kearns are all four star, five star riders. So, I mean, even if I was only riding my three horses most days, I, I was helping set fences for them and like watching everyone's lessons and stuff. So it was, you know, I made sure I to watch and learn as much as I could. Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans. And thanks again to our sponsor, Cowboy Magic. Karen, what are we highlighting this week? This week, we have Cowboy Magic's Green Spot Remover. Yeah, the shower in a bottle, Karen. Oh, yeah. It's the best. The best. And it's the best because it removes manure and urine spots instantly. Yep. So no need to wash your whole horse. No. You bring the horse out of the field. You bring the horse out of the stall. You see, they were took a little nappy poo. <laughs> In the poo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it breaks down the foreign molecules and dissolves the manure, urine, dirt, and sweat by melting them away. Yep. All you do. Spray a little on, use a wet towel to kind of activate it, agitate it in there, take it off with a dry towel, buff it up, it'll come up nice and shiny, voila. And it only takes a small amount. Only takes a small amount. Just a small amount. But speaking of amounts, it comes in 16, 32 ounce, and a gallon. So again, might as well just go for the whole gallon, right? Go for the whole gallon, because you're going to need it. (laughs) You're going to need it. Once you start using it, you're going to say, hey, I don't need to wash the whole horse to get out the little spots and stains. Right. So great for a sale barn. Great if you're going after that trail ride. You just want to make sure you don't look like you guys came out with a, an unkept horse. You know what right. I mean, Karen? So keep it in the trailer for show day. What else can go? You know, what, what else could you ask for? Right, Karen? Uh, nothing else. So find Cowboy Magic at your favorite retailer. Thanks again, Cowboy Magic. We love you. This episode is brought to you by Red and Goat Equestrian. To learn more about Red and Goat, visit their Facebook and Instagram pages and go to redandgoatequestrian.com. Cooler weather is just around the corner, so don't let your horse get caught in the cold. Yeah, a turtleneck has your horse's clothing needs covered, Karen. They sure do. Don't let your horse get caught out in the cold on that first cold night of the season. Now is the time to shop and purchase your fall and winter blankets, Karen. So how do people learn more? So for sizing and temperature guidelines, you can go to turtleneck.biz. Trish Scott's got us covered and she can cover you. Trish is on with us to talk about equine mortality and medical coverages, which there's a lot of changes, Trish. So tell us what's going on in the industry right now and how can you help people? Yeah, there's a lot of changes going on in the equine mortality medical coverage right now. And I just wanted to put the word out there that we don't have to be afraid. Changes are coming, but um, I can certainly take care of, you know, whatever, you know, whatever questions, concerns, you know, our, our vendors have. Right now, the biggest one is Great American is not offering any medical coverage to any renewals or new business. But And the thing is with our vendors, they're the one of the top three rated horses for mortality. So it's a very unique breed of animal, very unique training. So we need to make sure that your policy is covered. Um, I have access to some of the top rated carriers right now. They are all offering full mortality, medical, surgical, any coverage is needed for our vendors. Don't worry about it. Just give me a call. I'll be more than happy to walk through your current policy and make sure that your renewal is covering your horse. Not a problem. Just give me a call. I'm always available. 484-319-8923. Triple Crown Feed. Oh, yeah. Triple Crown. Big fans of Triple Crown Feed. They have tons of of great products out there. Mm -hmm. Premium stuff. Karen, what do you got to say over there? So Triple Crown has formulas that are tailored to your horse's unique needs and help support immunity and gut health. Find your local Triple Crown Feed dealer by going to triplecrownfeed.com. Triplecrownfeed.com. That's a little bit of a tongue twist. Triplecrownfeed.com. They have a great feed locator. They have a great feed comparison tool on their website. I encourage everyone to get over there. Check out Triple Crown Feed's website. Check out the different products. Check out what makes them so special. 
and give him a shot, right, Karen? Oh, yeah. Support the people to support the show. I am loving my new Monaco wedges by Fairfax and Favor. Yes, I saw them on your Tootsies the other day. They are very, very cute. Karen. And not only cute, but they're also very comfortable. Yeah, so they have a couple of really cool details as all Fairfax and Favor. As all Fairfax and Favor shoes have, Karen. So what are some of the cute little details you'll find on these shoes? So mine is the navy blue suede, and they have a navy blue tassel on the heel in the very mm -hmm. back. And they also have the Fairfax and Favor shield, their logo, embossed in the front. Yeah, very, very well done. Very tasteful. But they definitely stand out. They're set apart from other wedges out there. So they sure know, are. The tassel is a signature of Fairfax and Favor. So that and the shield. So it's very cool that they incorporate them. And are they comfortable? How do they feel? Very comfortable. I could wear them all day. That's fantastic. And that's important for you. And so how do people find out more, Karen? They can go to fairfaxandfavor.com. All right. I'm Karen. And I'm Rob. Karen. Super excited for today's Major League Adventure I podcast. Know. Returning guest, Karen. Returning guest. Returning guest. But last time we had this guest on, she was not a five-star rider. No, she wasn't. She but now wasn't. she's a five-star rider. She's a pro. She's an old pro now. An old pro. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Five-star eventer, Karen. Yeah. Cornelia Dore. Welcome. Welcome back. Hi. Thanks for having me again. So excited. <laughs> we're so proud. We were I watching know. online, Karen. I know. So we were rooting you on. We're so excited to see you, you guys. Yeah. When you rocked, well, we're going to get on to it. We're going to get, I don't want to, I don't want to get yeah, too far we, ahead. Yeah, Karen. no, no, we don't want to get too far ahead. don't want to get too far ahead, but we're, we're so glad to have you back. Um, you were on episode 52. Yeah. Way back. Way back. Like it, 200 episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Was that like two, three years ago? It must've been 200 days, 200 weeks ago. Oh, so yeah, okay. good two yeah. plus two, two years and some change. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It feels like not too long ago we were chatting. Though. It does not. Last time we were chatting. <laughs> like the same person. <laughs> last time we were chatting, you were you were not an engaged woman. No. You were not a no, high star writer. Very true. Uh, lots has changed. So lots. we have lots and lots to update. Lots and lots to update. So um without further ado, let's let's well let's just start with how we always start and we'll just find out where you are and then uh we'll we'll get on from there. Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm in Ocala again. I've, I've been back for two weeks now and my horses just made it back yesterday. So still kind of in limbo and, um, getting settled and yeah, back from England. <laughs> gotcha. Ocala, Ocala, yeah. right? Ocala. Ocala. Gotcha. So, okay. Well, so let's, let's start from the top. Let's start from, okay. So you just got back from England. So we might as well just talk about that thing. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, Let's that's do it. very important. So so tell us a little bit about, okay, about how long were you there? You, you, you left, it was, I guess, about a year ago. And then, um, like, what all went into the decision to go? And, and and can you just take us through that whole process and then how many horses you took and the whole, the whole thing? Yeah. So I've always, I mean, as long as I've decided I was going to pursue eventing as a career, I've known I wanted to go and spend a significant amount of time overseas. I've always been drawn to England. Um, my dad has always worked for a London-based insurance firm. And it's, we're just, you know, it, it feels, it felt comfortable to me going there. And I think the, I personally think they're better than Germany. So <laughs> in terms of avenging, so I went to the best, but um, I, so when I got together with Jacob, he obviously has a very unique style of riding. And I think I've always been inclined that way. So Jacob, I've been, we've been together four years now. So I've been riding with him for four years. And I sort of got to the point last year where I was, I, I had learned a lot from Jacob, but I was like, okay, I kind of want to go straight to the source now of this unique riding. Uh, I don't know. It's not a technique. It's more of a, I don't know, philosophy. And so I went to Kevin McNabb and um, that's Jacob, obviously, spent a year and a half with Kevin and that's where he got his philosophy. And, um, so that's how I decided where to go. And I had bought Kira who I just did Lily on with through Kevin. So I had already had some sort of a relationship with him before going over, uh, to base with him and his wife, Emma. Wow. And how long yeah. were you guys there? Uh, 10, 10 months. Wow. Okay. 10 months. Yeah. Did you yeah. miss America while you were there? 
I did. I really miss my dog and my people and Jacob and mostly my truck and trailer because <laughs> we can't drive the lorries over there. You have to have a license. And obviously I wasn't going to do that for 10 months. So um, I wasn't, I didn't have a ton of independence in that way, which was hard. Mm. So yeah. kind of locked into wherever you were. And if you need to go somewhere, you had a. Yeah. Catch a ride. And, and Kevin, they had, I mean, he had three, seven horse lorries and two, two horse lorries. And like, they were all going everywhere. So it was no problem to get your ride, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. Some heavy duty. Now, where at in England was he located? So Guildford, which is in Surrey, it's actually like a 35 minute train ride out of London, which was great. It's a really cool area. Ooh. Yeah. So you were to get where you did you have any time to do any touristy stuff and actually go into London or wherever? Yeah. Else? So Claire, my groom, um, I brought her with me. And um, so we in, we kind of front loaded the touristing stuff before we started competing because we knew it was going to get harder. So January, February, March, we did, I mean, I think we went. Every, like, I mean, we only could do day trips, right? Because we had the horses. But I mean, we went everywhere within a three-hour drive. We could. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, that is. So tell us a little bit about, okay, <clears throat> you went over there. How many horses in total did you three. bring? So you brought three wow. in total. Um, Daytona Beach and the, the one the you did. Kira. 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 Mm-hmm. And what was and your third one? By the Sea, Percy, the gray one. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. So now tell us a little bit about like, what what was the day in the life like out there? Were you, did, did you have, were you working for Kevin or were you a, a paying kind of a client working client there or how, how did that yeah. work? And, and how did that, I, how did your day shape up? Like how, how, how was your day like? Um, to be honest, I had a bit, so I wasn't, I didn't work for him. I would, you know, when they needed help and stuff, I'd ride for them, but not consistently. And it, I just, I went over there with very clear intentions with myself and I wanted to go over there and focus on these three horses. And I didn't want to, I didn't, I, I, I made the decision not to work because I wanted to, I wanted to really focus. Um, but I had a little bit too much time on my hands sometimes, which was tough to be honest. I think if I had had a few more horses, it would have been a bit better, but yeah. So it was, it was hard to find ways to fill my day, but you know, I, I, I can't, I wake up every morning and I go to the barn with Claire at seven and we do the horses together. And so three horses with two people doesn't take any time at all. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But it does give you an immersive opportunity with your, your three that you do have to, mm-hmm. to, yeah. to, to do everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I would set, you know, cause I actually got really lucky. Kevin had some really amazing riders based with him the year I was there. I mean, Hazel Shannon, who's won Adelaide three times was based there. And like, and you know, Bella English, Robbie Kearns are all four star, five star riders. So, I mean, even if I was only riding my three horses, most days I I was helping set fences for them and like watching everyone's lessons and stuff. So it was, you know, I made sure I to watch and learn as much as I could. Gotcha. And then what was your like lesson schedule? Like, um, well, kind of like, so in the in the beginning, Kevin obviously gets really busy because he has his own competition horses and string and stuff. So it was I would ride. I jumped with him twice a week, all three horses back to back twice a week. And then I did I had dressage lessons with Suna Hansen. Um, and so I we jumped with we front loaded in January, February, March. And so I jumped a lot with him to get the base because, you know, Kevin he's going to change a lot when you get there and you change your program and stuff. And so I, I went in January knowing that it may get worse before it gets better kind of situation. So we front loaded all the lessons. And then after that, he got the horses going in his way and me riding in his way. And so then really we just had to jump the horses once a week and Daytona did every 10 days and he just kept them taking over that way. Can you, uh, can you elaborate on what is his way and what in your riding what in your riding was changed and, and also what in your program would be changed that you're bringing home back to the States with you? I think a, not a ton of my program would have changed except that I have more depth and understanding of why I'm doing the things I'm doing. Um, so it's, it's, and I obviously haven't totally ju- digested it enough yet to put it into words enough to teach it per se, but um, he, his biggest concern is safety. I mean, of all the event riders out there, I think he's literally hardly broken any bones. Like he's, he's very safe. And so he teaches the horses 
to back up themselves so that the horse is constantly making decisions cross country while also the rider is making decisions. So it's not the horse is running through you and you have to make the decision of, you know, where the horse leaves the ground from and what's going on. The horse is actively reading the fences and making decisions in the best possible way. Um, so that's the biggest thing is that, and so when you do that, so most people, most cross country riders, I mean, they just gallop, they just go forward. Right. And, and then, you know, they're like, Oh, I got a little close to that one, you know, but Kevin, he, the first thing horses do when you go to Kevin and they start change, you, they start changing and slowing down and thinking about the fence and their footwork and what they're doing is they start stopping because, and that's a sign that they're actually going, wait a minute, let me think about what I'm doing instead of just running at everything. Um, but obviously I'd been with Jacob and so he and I had already worked through that. And that's a big thing for riders is that they don't understand that that kind of horse's stopping is actually a good thing. So I think you have to go like, you have to, no, I, I've, you know, again, here's me where I haven't totally digested it, but like Kevin, he, if the horse is stopping to slow down and think about it, it's a good thing is essentially what it is. That's the first step. Gotcha. And you actually physically had to, that's kind of like a growing pain that you knew was coming and that you had to like yeah. learn. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But I went through that with Jacob. So I, I, I Jacob did a lot of the leg, leg work for, <laughs> for Kevin in that way. Yeah. Wow. That's really, uh, mm -hmm. so you knew this was coming, you know, and it's interesting because Jacob looks very forward into tack mm -hmm. when he rides on that. So that, you know, from, from like my eyes, it looks like he's a hundred percent full ago, not, not, uh, not expecting, I, I don't like, like I, I have a horse that you're, you're, you're teaching it to back off. It just kind of, it's, it's not what I expected to hear. So that's, that's kind mm -hmm. of very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like Chris, Chris Burton was trained by Kevin. And so, and he's the fastest cross country rider in the world or was, and he's that fast because the horse is back up and he can just float the reins and gallop in at everything. Wow. And so, and that's the idea of it. Um, and so Jacob, the, 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 the name of it is forward riding, but Jacob is because he's so tall and skinny, you can, it's pretty apparent looking, but we do ride in the same way. It's just that I'm half his size. <laughs> <laughs> if, yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's really, really quite interesting. Yeah, and I didn't realize that, that Kevin was coaching, you know, other people yeah. that way. Like, yeah. I just didn't. Uh, and Jock Paget too, once upon a time was a great writer. He came up through Kevin. So oh, he, oh, Kevin's yeah. produced a lot of people and, and yeah, it's, it's interesting. So. That's really cool. How about show jumping wise? Is are things pretty much the same, or is it mostly all about the cross country that's different? No, yeah, the show jumping is all the same idea. Um, it's the same. It's the same idea. Yeah, and gotcha. he actually, I mean, the horses. It's um, it. He has the same exercises. He has a, a course set up in a field, so we do coursework like normal. And then in his jump ring, there's the same few exercises set up for the horses, and so that's like his reset of their technique. They back up at the fence, and they keep the round shape in the air, and um, and so we you do the gymnastics, and then you coursework, and then gymnastics and coursework, and you use that as a reset. Wow, hmm. how about that? Very so interesting. Cool. Yeah. Well, that sounds like it's a pretty really, amazing. It's really thing. scientific. Yeah. It's really scientific. Wow. And obviously I have, I still like, I think I need to keep going back to Kevin for six weeks at a time or something like that. Cause I'm still very much like, I understand it. I just can't put it into words. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, and that was the kind of the, yeah. the next question I had. It sounds like 10 months. It's almost sounds like you need, you need more. And yeah, you know, it's like yeah. anything though, when you're learning and you're perfecting, you know, we're going from, you know, when we first start and learn how to ride, it's uh, basically how to hold the reins properly and how to just sit there and not fall off. And then you learn how to trot. And then after you learn how to trot, you learn how to post the trot. You know, like everything is a progressive thing. So then, you know, as you get better and more experienced and more experienced, we we narrow down. <clears throat> we every Everything's under a microscope and everything's, you know, the, the training gets tighter and tighter and tighter. So same thing with this. Now you're, you're, you know, you're a black belt, you're a five-star rider, but now you're getting that, you know, the second and third degree, you know, if that's a, 
if that doesn't make if that makes sense, hopefully it makes sense. Of course, you you know, it's ten it months. The first couple months was all learning it, and the whole the, you know, and then it's then you get the hang of it. Now it's mastering it and really yeah. Now it's yeah. Now it's putting it into motion and right yeah. And then being it. able to you know, it sounds like you're like you just said you you want to go back for maybe you know six weeks at a time, and I can understand where that would be. That um, okay. I, I got it, but now I need to master it and I need to mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. what exercise need, what, what's the exercise when, when this happens and, and, you know, learn all those yeah. little things. So I think that's exactly. really cool. And then it's another thing to be like, I'd like to produce my young horses in this way, but part of me isn't like, I, I haven't seen every scenario like Kevin has, you know, so I, that's the, I want to be able to produce them in that method. And I just think I need to keep studying it. Yeah. To be able to do it as well as, you know, he does. Yeah. You and Jacob are going to be flying, fl- flying back, getting some frequent flyer miles back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to figure that one out, but. <laughs> Sorry, Jacob. I'll see you. I'll see you in six weeks, pal. <laughs> there's, a, there's some frozen dinners in the freezer. and uh, <laughs> Make your smoothie. <laughs> Make your smoothie and I'll be back. I mean, we got engaged and three days later I left for England. So. I think he might, he's probably accustomed to me <laughs> saying, thanks. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think, I think he's, he's been in the game long enough. He knows the deal. He knows what's yeah. up. You're not, yeah. uh, you're not the average fiance, you know, professional event riders don't let moss grow into their feet. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Very true. now you made your, uh, your first five-star Burley mm-hmm. when you went over to Kevin's was that your goal to do Burley as your first five star? No. Like, so what, how, how did you make that decision? Well, Kevin was like, you know, he kind of sat me down and he was like, so what, what, what is your goal of this year? You know? And then he was like, okay, now that we've established that, what is your goal with each horse? And I was like, I said, you know, he was very aware of the Daytona situation before we went, before I went over. And, um, I was like, I just, I want to do right by her and I would love to do a five star. And I was like, probably Poe. And then honestly, after the first time he gave me a jump lesson on her, he was like, there's an argument for Burley. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no way. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Um, but I mean, she just, she like, she just obviously thrived in his program. And so, you know, all of a sudden, I had entered Burtley, well, but my, I did keep it. I did keep it really close to my heart, just just because it was pretty ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, like you, you're saying, you didn't like say it out loud. You didn't kind of make a big deal that this was the gun. Like you're like, all right, we're just going to keep this to ourselves, keep it in the back of the yeah. mind, and this will be our little personal goal, so mm-hmm. we don't tell the whole world. Is that um, is that is doing something like that because you don't want to. Uh, jinx it are you superstitious or is it the type of thing where you're afraid if you say it out loud and then it doesn't happen then it the 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 appearances that you didn't make a goal or what why would you i think it's a little bit of both Mm -hmm. i do because i am a little bit superstitious you know like say social media is so prevalent these days if i'm winning the dressage at an event i'm not one to post on facebook and be like oh you know winning the dressage going into cross country tomorrow like i just i'm a slightly superstitious in that way um, so part of it for Burley was definitely that. And the other part of it, mo- honestly, was that I didn't want everyone's opinion. Mm. You know, I asked Leslie's opinion. I asked the people that I needed and they, you know, gave their approval and whatnot. And that was all I needed. Yeah. I, so. Yeah. Hey, and that's probably for the best. Cause mm-hmm. next thing you know, you keep asking until you start getting those doubters or the people. And maybe some people have the, I have good intentions. Some people, people, some people, yeah, may not, of course. But, yeah. But, or yeah. some people don't. What was the Daytona situation? <laughs> oh, she's an eclectic one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had her for four years now and she's, she, she has a lot of emotional baggage and she came with that. And who knows where, I mean, whether she was born with it. She was an auction horse as a two-year-old and she probably stood out a lot. You know, I mean, she's an unreal jumper. So, you know, she might've been fried a bit there. I don't know. Um, but she came with that baggage and it's been really hard to figure the puzzle pieces out for her. And I've definitely gotten like, I mean, I can't tell you, I've gone to Leslie at least twice and I've been like, is this the moment I sell her? <laughs> you know? 
And he was like, no, it's not. I really don't think it is. And so again, like asking the opinion of the ones I, I trust, I, I listened to them and they were like, no, you, and Kevin was one of those people. He hadn't even seen her yet. And he was like, I really don't think you should sell this horse. And Leslie said the same thing. Jacob said the same thing. Um, but it was really hard to trust that and to, you know, not be embarrassed by getting a 53 at Chat Hills in the four star dressage, you know, but I think, you know, just slowly ticking away, finding her her pieces of the puzzle. I'll never have the whole puzzle, but pieces of the puzzle that might make her life easier, which then at the end of the day, make my life easier. Wow. You know, yeah. it's sad. To, it's sad. It, it makes me sad to think that, you know, you, you, what you just said about, you know, the dressage score and, and uh, cause everything is so public today. So I do, you know, I'm sure I, I know it's not easy for anybody, but I can imagine someone in there, you know, the up and coming stages like you are, you know, and, um, I mean, you're a five-star rider, but you know, you're still in your twenties and Jacob's young and, 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 uh, you know, there's so much, uh, competition amongst the, this, this next generation of everybody. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I could see where it'd be tough. And like you say, if, if all of a sudden I tell people, Hey, yeah, I want to, I want to do my first five-star at Burley. Yeah. I can yeah, see where people would roll their eyes and say, you know, is this girl lost her mind, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and, and, but it's a shame. Uh, I hope that you, um, you know, I hope that that's not something that I hope that's something we can all get over. Not, not just yeah. you, but the people who are listening to this, that maybe are critical when someone's online, given mm -hmm. an opinion, that's really not necessarily mm -hmm. an educated opinion. We hear there's so much like that is as great as social media is there's so many, um, you know, people that aren't afraid to give their opinion. They have no clue what the hell they're talking about. You know, they've never yeah. watched you. Right. We've seen people make comments about major league eventing, that <laughs> you they know, have like, no idea where they, they got have, it from, have, and it's so far from <laughs> what we are or who we are or agreements that we have with different people. We've had people say that they thought we were live streaming broadcast. I mean, just like crazy stuff that people have no idea what they're talking about. But so, um, but I hope that that's. I, I feel sorry that you you felt like you had to keep that kind of secret to yourself. But maybe in a way, it helped you just stay focused on your goal and the people, like you said, that needed to know knew. And, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's awesome. Then you went out and there and so you showed them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank goodness for that. <laughs> I think Daytona, that's the other thing about her though. She does know, like she knew she wanted that. The moment we showed up at Burley, she was like, I want to do this. And you can just, you can tell sometimes. And so. Wow. Yeah. So take us through yeah. that experience. How was Burley? Uh, I mean, so surreal. It, I mean, very, very surreal. It was really, really cool. I mean, I get a little bit emotional about it just because I'm so proud of her um, and us, honestly. But she, it, it was just the whole thing. I I don't think I process it. <laughs> but um, I mean, it was like everything in our favor, every like, so like the stars just aligned, I guess, is a way to put it. Like, you know, it's I won best dress at the Trotta, which was, you know, sweet. And I was like, oh, that's really great, you know, but it just started off on that foot. And then you know, she did dressage on Thursday, which was amazing because it's not as busy. And she was first after a break. So no one was clapping for the test before her, which always sets her off. And it, it there was just a lot that aligned for us. Um, and so instead of, you know, I, I look at that as I'm grateful the stars aligned for us to do that rather than yeah. saying we got lucky. Yeah. yeah, It's funny how a different person's situation is is what what was lucky for you. So for instance, if you were, uh, you know, you didn't go into it with any ideals of, okay, I'm a contender for this thing. And I, you know, I want to be top five at the dress. Out. You know, you, you, this was yeah. a, this was a, a notch on the belt. This is a, Hey, this is a, a big accomplishment. Let's just get through it. Uh, you know, but if you are like a, looking at it as a contender, like you don't want to be on Thursday necessarily. You want to be Friday, yeah, you know, no, not at all. Mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, for you, you're saying, wow, this is great. And like you say, you're coming <laughs> in off a break, you're not, you're not coming in off of after, uh, you know, uh, Mike, Michael Young's dressage, yeah, or, right. you know, where, <laughs> you know, the stadium is going to be packed and it's going to be cheering because it's going to be amazing. And, mm -hmm. and like you say, you needed a, a lid kept on it, you know, and, and, and so that's, that's something to say. You, you take these blessings when they come because exactly. yeah. <laughs> the, the stars align very few times in your life. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I'll take. So dressage, yeah. you get through dressage, you kept the lid on it. 
Yep. Hey, you know, we survive. We're, 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 we're good. As you're, as you're looking across country and you're walking that now, did Jacob come out to help to, to be with you for this? Yeah, he was there. That's good. Yep. Cool. So you and the, you and the support team are, are walking the course. What are your thoughts as you guys are walking? Um, well, it, it was funny because I was, I mean, the first time I walked it, so Isabel English, Kevin's, she's his, um, assistant rider, everything drove, drove me there. And she had, she could only come up that day. She was, you know, riding the horses at the yard the rest of the week. So we walked the course on Tuesday outside the tape and I was pretty wide eyed. I was like, Oh my God, Bella, you know, like, (laughs) Holy cow. And, and then, but every time I think I walked it six times. And then every time I walked it, I, you know, narrowed down my plan and, you know, it, um, it was just, it sort of just, you know, you walk it and it looks more and more doable. Yeah. Um, and Kevin was amazing because that was the week before the worlds in Pretoni. And he had a horse that he had a horse there, obviously. He literally drove three hours there and back every day oh, wow. to walk the course with me and help me. And then he drove home and rode his horse and then came up the next morning. And it was pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. That's really nice. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Tuesday, you're like, hey, the lorry's not gone yet, right? (laughs) 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 Wow. Wow. So, so as you're now, how how does it ride? Does it ride as you walk? This is like your first time really walking a five star for yourself. Are there surprises as you're on course? What do you, what are your thoughts? Um, well, so Kevin also, so he asked me the night before he was like, you know, are you, what's your game plan? Like if you have a run out, before this point in the course, are you going to reroute to Poe? And I was like, no, I think if I have a run out and it's my mistake, not that she's overfaced and it's a run out that way, that it's, it's my mistake. Um, I will, I, I want to finish. Cause I think it would mean more to me to finish Burley with a 20 than to reroute to Poe. And so I was going to go, I was, I was going for it. Um, my biggest surprise was that I way overcompensated in the first minute or two for the crowds. I thought she was, I th- she's funny about pressures. So I thought the, the pressure on her forward pressure with, I mean, it's like 50 people deep the whole way around the cross country. And so I went out with a whole lot of gallop because I was going to compensate for her feeling the pressure of that, but she didn't care at all, which was my biggest surprise. Yeah. How about that? That's mm. a, it sounds like you have a lot, like it sounds like when you get in the cockpit, you know, you're like, you got a lot on your mind <laughs> for what's going to yeah. happen here. As far yeah. as like her, and what, what her reactions are going to be like that, that going back to that baggage that you're saying, like, it sounds like mm-hmm. you have lots of, there was a lot of unknown factors for sure. Leaving the star box, wow. which is hard. Cause I, I, I'm so type a, I need to have a plan, you know what I, yeah. if that plan bus falls through, I need to have the next plan, but there were so many things I couldn't plan for. Well, perhaps that, you know, I, obviously I'm not, I wasn't there, but perhaps that opportunity of you and Kevin's program of giving some of this control back to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, if we all have our own job, you know, if, if you're a type a rider and you're making all the decisions, you know, we have those riders mm-hmm. that they're going to make every decision for their horse. Mm-hmm. The horse doesn't have anything to do, but to worry about the peripheral and the spooks and listening to your mm-hmm. cue. Where in this case, it sounds like maybe it helped that, you know, Daytona had a job to do and, and to say, they all have Absolutely. a job to do, obviously, but to have the the brain working and focusing on this is what I had to focus on because yep, so maybe yep, that helps. Exactly, and that's you're you're totally right, and and that's amazing that you've put it into words like that because I haven't yet. She, I think she thrives so much over there because we stopped micromanaging her. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. I got chills. Yeah. I got chills. <laughs> I think this, I'm just, so, we're just, I'm, listen, you know, we, we, we've, uh, before we ever had you on as a guest, you know, you were, we watched you coming up. I mean, you know, you're a young mm-hmm. rider coming up and, and, um, yeah, so it's, it's nice. It's, it's, it's fun for us to see people, young people coming up, you know, I'm, I'm old enough now. And I, and then we interviewed you a couple of years ago and it's just, it's exciting for us to see you going and, and, um, yeah. I don't know, it's just, it's nice. And, <laughs> like I know Joe was on the under 18s when he did training and when Jacob, he was in the under 25s, but he did, he trained in Joe's group. So we, we got to meet yep. Jacob a little bit and then you're, you're, you're friends with our Joe and, and uh, you know, it's just, it's just cool to, to see, you know, this next generation coming up and doing mm-hmm. well. So, uh, you know, so it's, we're just happy for you. So. Well, thanks. It is cool. And I'm proud of, I'm proud of the, the riders around me. I mean, they're stepping up too. I think, 
the U.S. team actually it will be pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, for yeah. sure. No, the the future is bright. You know, Caroline Martin yeah. just got back. She, yeah. Exactly. She, was, she, yeah. she, 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 uh, well, and then you also, well, you and Caroline, you know, kicked butt at Lele on, you know, you guys did great there too. I mean, just yeah. besides Burley, you know, you had that as well. So yeah, yeah that was really cool. U.S. flag was flying, flying high. Out yes, there. it was. So take us. Okay. So we got to finish. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. So let's go to show jumping. Show jumping. So you're going into okay. show jumping. What's the, what's the mind frame like area? What's going on here? Is this like, Oh snap. Like, Rails are coming down left and right all around you. Well, not yeah. her. Not, not you, but I'm saying, <laughs> you know. Others. Others. I, I, I'm, t- I'm building up. It's like it's a battlefield, Karen. There's <laughs> grenades landing. and. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, it's, everyone said that she was like they tire around Burley. And I've never felt Daytona tire around a cross country course before. And she did. And I knew she was going to be tired on Sunday. And again, that was a variable I'd never dealt with and I didn't know what it meant going into it. So I I was nervous for that specifically because I just wanted to be able to, again, do her justice and help her if she was tired. Um, but she, I mean, she knew where all the rails were. She was tired, but she knew where they were and she was going to leave them up. I mean, she, she, she definitely pulled her weight there for sure. Is she always, is she, is she the type of horse that's, um, sensitive to the rails or she just knows her job is to jump them and leave them up or or, is she always that way or do you think that being a little tired kind of helped her be a little sharp in a way no she's always that way i mean if she she's always that way i think she's i mean she has very few rails on her record and that's just because she's a sensitive careful mare you know and and she she's funny too if she has a rail at home she's pins her ears and swishes her tail and she's like oh you know, hates it, hates it. That's up to par with her personality. When she's cross country, is she the type of horse that wants to clear the brush on top of a jump and things like that as well? Or is she okay with that type of? No, she's actually, she's just so smart. I mean, she's, she's a brilliant animal and like she, she, she doesn't, she doesn't, she used to, but I think in part that was because I didn't know how to ride her, but she used to balloon over jumps. And it was hard to make time. And, you know, but now she, I mean, she just, she's, she flattens her jump and and she brushes through the brush. And I mean, she's so brave. She didn't look at a single thing, not one spook <laughs> at all. That's so exciting. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. Now, how, how, how long have you had her and how old is she now? Um, I've had her for four years. She's, she'll be 13 in um january but i got her at the end of her eight-year-old year gotcha. and what level was she going then she'd gone advanced okay. she had yeah um she sandra offarth had her um she was in germany and she had tried to do the four short at lemulin on her but she got a 55 so she didn't jump her oh. <laughs> yeah well, and then i bought her i don't know i, I don't know I, I love this type of story like is is um is is there is there a lesson in this for the person who has a little bit of a rough start with their horse, or do you think this is something that you know you almost gave up on her a couple of times? It sounds like, and it sounds like people had to kind of help you out. Like, is there? What do you think? Is there a lesson in that? You think there's got to be, but I would say listen to your instincts. Except my instincts were to sell her sometimes, you know. But I think that's when you know that's when you have to have good people around you that have your best interests at heart. So when your instincts are maybe not right, theirs will be and it balances out. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of tough horses are, are, are the good ones. You know, the good ones are a little tough and, 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 you know, they, that's what they've said. And now I, now I believe it, you know, that's always, you know, they say the good ones are tough, but I do believe it. I've I've experienced it now. So. Well, and you had quality people, you had, you know, Leslie Law, the Olympic gold medalist, you know, coaching you and and telling Mm -hmm. you and, and, and like you say, Kevin, so I think, yeah. I think, uh, you listen to the right people too, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. that's fantastic, man. Yeah. Uh, I love it. So now that you're back in the U S what are your goals for 2023? Um, Kentucky five star with Daytona and, um, you know, going into that, I'm aware we'll still have good days and bad days in the dressage, but like, doesn't matter anymore, you know? Um, so Kentucky and then I think Kira who just did the six-year-olds at Lillian, um, I'll probably try to give her an easier spring and then depending on life, maybe I'll go back for the seven-year-olds next year and do the three long there at Lillian again. 
but I'm getting married in June. So oh. I have to kind of <laughs> need to block out some time for that. <laughs> this June coming? Yeah. Oh, oh, do you have a date? June 3rd. June 3rd. All right. All right. All right. There we go. Yeah. Where's that at? Um, my parents <laughs> in north of Boston. And what's their address? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what time should we be there? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, we have a wedding in June as well. Yep. But that's yep. not about us, Karen. Yep. Oh, yeah, us. you do. Congratulations. Yep. I saw that. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But it's not about us. It's not, it's yeah. not Cornelia. <laughs> I just want to make sure it wasn't the same thing so we're available. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I just kidding. Like, I joke. That's so exciting to think you guys are getting married in June. Holy smokes. So you have a little bit uh, of. Uh, you I don't have you much can, time. It's coming quick. Yeah. I know it's coming quick. It's coming. Mm-hmm. My <laughs> wedding dress is in that guest room over there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jacob, has Jacob seen it? Is he allowed to see it? No, I read him the riot act of that one. <laughs> okay, good. Where's he at? Is he close by? Yeah, he's bring him in. Is he drinking his smoothie? Get over here, Jacob. He is drinking his smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. Come here. here. Oh, he's being shy. Oh, oh Jacob's shy. <laughs> Sugar Daddy Fletch himself is shy. (laughs) (laughs) Is he not going to come? Is he going to deny us his presence? Oh, man. Oh, well, that's all right. We're not going to beg. I don't beg. All right. I was going to pay him a huge compliment, but that's okay. I'll save all the compliments. So he's not allowed to see the dress, but that's cool. That's yeah. exciting. No, that's that's good. traditional. Yeah, that's yeah, traditional. Oh, yeah. oh, he's coming. Uh-oh. Oh, he is coming. Oh, okay. Okay. That's it. Oh, there, oh, look at that handsome fella. And that's why he's got, he, he looks he handsome. I don't know what you want. What's that? All good? We're good, buddy. Just wanted to say yeah. hello. We know you were over there. There you are. Look at that handsome fella. I don't, I don't have much of a voice. Oh, yeah, I'm lucky girl. You're not feeling well. Uh, uh, well, well, hopefully it's the off season. We're good. Good to see you guys. Good to see good you, buddy. Good to see you. <laughs> Poor Jacob's being shy. He's such a dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> but he's your dweeb. Yeah. <laughs> so that's exciting. So June 2nd. So we got June 3rd. June 3rd. So we got Kentucky and then. Then wedding. And then wedding. And wedding. Yeah. Do you guys have Oof. a big uh, uh, um, uh, honeymoon plans or. Mm, we really need to plan. We don't have anything planned yet. So gotcha. we need to sit down and nail that out. But. Yeah. Six weeks in well, England. Yeah, we'll see, we got, we got yeah exactly. Yeah. We can do that. We go back to Kevin for June. Kevin's actually a groomsman in our in oh, on Jacob's bridal party. Really? Wow. Oh, that's that awesome. Out. Look at that. Yeah. Star studded. All right. <laughs> that's exciting. Oh. Well, congratulations, guys. We can't wait to look out for that. Yeah. Can't wait to see the pictures. Yeah. Now we gotta see the dress. I know. Maybe she'll show us the dress. <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's happening. Oh, well. All right. Oh, good. All right. So we are going to play quick fire questions. Quick fire so, questions. Um, quick fire questions is brought to you by Turtleneck. Keep your horse dry with the rain turtle by going to turtleneck.biz. You've played this before, but we're just going to do three questions this time. Two or different questions. And the third question we've asked before, we will see what if it's the same answer. Here we go. All right. So, what did you miss the most about the U.S. while you were away? Jacob and Teddy Graham. Jacob and her dog. Jacob and her dog. Which, by the way, is sitting next to her, and he looks like a human being sitting at the table. It's, it's quite awesome. What a cool, cool dog. <laughs> he's looked really he's so cute. He looked like he was like an office manager sitting at the desk. Yeah. It was very cool. All right. What will you miss the most about England? Oh, goodness. The people. The people. It was a good group of people at Kevin's. That's cool. Very good. All right. So if you could ride any horse, past, present, or fiction, who would it be? Daytona. Oh, oh look at it's that. a different answer. It is a different answer. It is a different answer. I said the black stallion last time. Yes, I? yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it crossed my mind. It crossed my mind. She remembered. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Oh, well, I care. Yeah. What well, do you think? A plus plus. A five plus star. Plus. Five star. Five star answers. <laughs> five five blasts on a horn. I, I amuse Jake myself. I like, what is going on I amuse there? myself. <laughs> uh, hey, that was, 
Excellent answers. Yes. Excellent answers. So, hey, can I ask you, uh, 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 tell us a little bit about what, like, how, now, now that you're back in the States, you're, you're you know, until you go back to visit and all that stuff, but like, you're, the, the business that you and Jacob run, uh, do you mind, like, taking us through, like, are you, um, are you two, are, are you, are your businesses combined? Are you, are you going to be the type of couple that keeps your businesses separate? How, how does this work? And, and then tell us what's your locational, when you're not in Europe, you're in Ocala now, but don't you also have a farm in Arkansas? Arkansas. Yeah. Yep. So can you mm-hmm. take, take us through a little bit of how your, um, your business runs and, and what you guys do there too? Yeah. So um, up until now, we've been separate. Um, we obviously, you know, like, share the same yards and um, stuff like that. But we are slowly starting to combine businesses. So it will be one eventually, but you know, that takes time. Um, Are you keeping the 501 name or? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think the Fletcher Farms name is, um, that's what the farm in Arkansas is. And so I think we'll maybe, I don't know, we'll see. It'll depend. Yeah, but I'm not too fussed about keeping my name on things. I think people know us, so... (laughs) Yeah. And, um, uh, we do like less, we do training horses, lessons, all of that typical stuff. Gotcha. Um, Jacob actually is really good at teaching lessons and I do enjoy it. I actually weirdly really like dressage lessons and he's really good at the jumping. Um, so we sort of even out that way and, um, yeah. And like, he's riding, he's riding one of my horses right now. And I think we'll, we'll sort of do that a little bit, you know, switch horses around depending on, who's suiting who at the moment. And, um, yeah, it'll just keep evolving. Yeah. And then what's your, what's your schedule? Like, are you in Ocala year round or still split? Time oh, in um, yeah. So we're in Ocala from September to May and then Arkansas May to September, whatever the rest of that is. Oh. Um, yeah. And Arkansas is lovely. I mean, it feels like a spa vacation for the horses. It's like the most beautiful property and it's great. Cause we have everything, they, I mean, he has cross country. He has so much at the horse's disposal there. So we, um, we, we keep them ticked over, but we can take the pressure off and give the horses, you know, kind of a nice summer, nice, quiet summer. Um, and then we can sort of be normal humans too. Gotcha. We like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, so, so kind of the plan is uh, the summertime is a little bit like the dead of summer is a little bit more of a, the, the, the summer break is real break. with you guys, you guys. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And are you guys, I, I know that I've seen over the years, Jacob selling horses. Is there still, is that still a regular part of it or not so much? Yeah, it is a part of it. He, um, he, it, it sort of took a while to sell those horses that he had, you know, as, as, as you do mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, so I think he'll, he'll keep doing that a bit, but he just has to, um, find commercial horses if he wants to do a sales business. You know, he, I think the ones he had then were horses that he liked which aren't horses for everyone, you know? Um, so that will just be refining, but he's actually gotten really into the breeding. I mean, I think he has, he has like three, three coming four year olds, three, two year olds, and then like five yearlings. And so I think we'll maybe see that coming through more than buying and selling. Wow. That's really exciting. So young event horse kind of, you guys have eyes set on that type of thing. And then getting back to Lelian year after year. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Wow, mm. that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I love, to, I love to hear it. I love. It. I'm so excited for you guys, man. Jeez, it's very exciting. It's very, very exciting. Yeah. So, um, Cornelia, do you have um, any advice for that rider that is thinking about going overseas? Um, I say do it. I, you know, I, I, I knew, I always knew I'd want I always knew I wanted to do it, and then I was just sitting in Arkansas last summer, and I was like, I'm going to do it. And then I just followed through on it. So I think like, listen to your gut and when, when you want to do it, do it and then just make it happen. Cause it's really worth it. Yeah. Sounds mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You're> t- <laughs> That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. I love it. I, I don't know. I'm just so excited for you guys. And I don't know. I just, I can't, I, 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 I it's really cool. 10th, T- 10th place. It's incredible. <laughs> just excited. I don't know. Um, all right. Well, look, we'll wrap this thing up. You've been, you've been, you're just getting home. Your horses just got here. Uh, you have an under the weather fiance. So, uh, so Hey, uh, as we start to wind things down, um, we always like to ask about sponsors, supporters, anyone that you'd like to shout out? Yeah, of course. Um, well, so 
my parents, of course, are hugely supportive. And Percy and Kira's owner, Ann Worley, is really supportive with my ventures this past year. And then, of course, World Equestrian Brands, Exhibitors, Castell, and Sergio Grasso. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't Good do it without any of them, so... Excellent, yes. excellent sponsor, especially yeah. those exhibitors. Yes, there are especially yeah. them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they are the bestest ever. Yes. <laughs> so shout out to our good friends at exhibitors. Um, and last but not least, how do people follow along and uh, how do how do people uh, keep, keep up with what you you guys are doing in business and and uh, the whole thing? Yeah, um, we're really active on Instagram and Facebook. So, <laughs> what, what are those handles? Uh, just Cornelia Door for now till I get married. Then that that'll change. <laughs> And then 501 Sport Horses. All right. There All we go. Right. And is 501 like the area code in Arkansas? Is that what? It is. Yeah. yeah. There we go. It's like some cultural thing there. They all, they're like, oh, the 501. <laughs> so, yeah, well. I guess yeah. you have to be from there. Isn't that, yeah. I think that, are, are the drag racer people all about the 501 too? Is that, is that, I don't know. Maybe not. Or maybe I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. Else. The drag racing show. There's like a bunch of like the area. I don't know. For some reason, I, I'm thinking that was the same people, but maybe it's different people. Whatever. It's a little bit rednecky. I think I'm right, but maybe I'm wrong. So well listen, uh Karen, this was fantastic. Yeah, it's that? always great to keep uh catch up with Cornelia. Yeah. So thanks for chatting with me. Yeah. I remember when we got to see you at Great Meadow a couple years back and oh, the yeah. little interview. We yep. got to meet your folks and we got pictures with you yeah, and your folks. And Teddy Graham. And t- yeah, Teddy yep. was there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's true. I forgot that. Yeah. I forgot that he was yeah. Teddy Graham. He's really the star of the show. So, well, I mean, what a, is he still sitting there like like a little person? Yeah, he is he's sleeping now, but he's oh. good puppy. Awesome. Oh. Well, listen, it's been great. It's been really great following your journey, and and we just hope that you, uh, you know, we we, I just want to let you know that you do have people out there rooting for you and and re- really wishing you all the best, and and, and people are. Um, not, not, not in a weird way or not in a, but not to put pressure on you, but like, look, we're, we're excited for you. There are people out there to watch and, and just say, you know what? We're just excited for you and we're happy for you. And we're, we're some of those folks. So thanks. That means a lot. It really does. <laughs> thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and never miss an episode of the major league eventing podcast.